This guy's, you know, he lived there. He, he's from there. He's from the land of Israel, and he's, he's just now there because he's traveling. Yeah, that's it. All right. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Mirror Scripture Podcast. I've been trying to do these, uh, record these episodes for a while. Uh, I haven't been able to because my kids been around. My kids have been around because uh, they've had school canceled because I apparently live on planet Hoth. And it's been really fucking cold here. Uh, but today it's pretty nice. Kids are in school. So I have some time to finally record. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to check out the introductory episode uh, for this series. That will give you a, uh, a better understanding of where I'm coming from. And just a reminder, I'll be referring to the author of uh, this uh, Northern Elijah and Elisha narrative as M, the letter M, as in Miracleman, which is the uh, name of the source uh, that uh, BibleCriticism.com uh, calls this uh, author. So I'll just be calling him M, M for short. Also, uh, each of these episodes will have a corresponding blog post. On those blog posts will be a mirror reading map where you can see how I derived uh, this mirror reading from the biblical text. Uh, you can also read my commentary and any citations that I might have will also be on there as well. All right, so today we're going to be looking at uh, the Brook Kareth. It's a it's one of the shorter uh, sections, so one of the shorter cycles. So uh, this episode may not be that long. Uh, the primary concern of this cycle is uh, Elijah's reputation, and Elijah's uh, reputation will be a concern among all of uh, the Elijah cycles. Uh, one aspect of, uh, of that is establishing his residence because Elijah was a fugitive of the state of Israel, and so he was... Um, he was on the run, and he went to places. Uh, he was often outside of Israel for safety reasons. And so uh, if the biblical author is going to try to save this reputation, he needs to, um, he needs to place, uh, he, he needs to either place Elijah in Israel or uh, he needs to explain why he's not in Israel. Uh, second, uh, M is going to be focusing on what exactly happened at the Brook Kareth. And then uh, a couple minor issues that uh, M will be dealing with is which Elohim did Elijah serve and was Yahweh the Elohim of Israel? All right, so before we get started into the actual text, if you're new to me reading or to this podcast, listen up. Reading is a method of interpreting the Bible and discovering the original authorial intent. By reflecting some of the text, mirror reading is able to reconstruct the opposing narratives or arguments that the biblical authors were responding to. Mirror Scriptura is dedicated to using this exciting method to bring new understanding to the biblical text. To learn more about mirror reading, please visit mirrorreading.com. All right, so with that, uh, we're going to get into the text. Uh, so it's going to be starting this. Well, this cycle is going to be in 1 Kings 17. All right, and it says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead. All right, so right away, this is going to be dealing with 
why Elijah is not located in Israel, in the land of Israel. And this is uh, this is a little unusual when usually, uh, at least, you know, especially in Northern Book of Judges, uh, when they introduce a character, the author is going to say is really going to stress uh, the person's lineage, uh, who he's a descendant descendant of, what tribe he is from. Uh, but we don't really. It kind of looks like that here, but it's not really. Okay, so Tishbite. Uh, some people take this as as a tribe, like uh, Elijah was a, of the tribe of. Uh, I don't know what the tribe name would be. Tishbe. <laughs> but elsewhere, elsewhere, this this same word is is translated as a sojourner or a traveler. And so this is going to be one of uh, M's excuses for why Elijah's not in Israel. He's just a traveler. He's he's a sojourner. He's just traveling around. He's from Israel, but uh, you know he's not on the run from you know the state of Israel or from King Ahab. He's just you know traveling around. Uh, and the second part, inhabitants of Gilead. Uh, again, inhabitants, stressing his residence. It's not like, a, it's not lineage. It's not descendants. It's, it's uh, yeah, this guy's, you know, he lived there. He, he's from there. He's from the land of Israel. And he's, he's just now there because he's traveling. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so that is another point of uh, stressing his residence. Uh, saying inhabitants of Gilead. Uh, Gilead's kind of a broader area anyways. So continuing, uh, so Elijah, blah, 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 said unto you Ahab, and this is going to be another point of, of M showing that Elijah is not afraid of Ahab. He's not on the run from Ahab. Uh, you're going to see more of this on the run from Ahab uh, aspect in the uh, Obadiah, Ahab and Obadiah uh, cycle later on. But M really wants to show that Elijah has no fear of Ahab. So he says unto Ahab, as Yahweh Elohim of Israel, stressing that Yahweh is Elohim of Israel, uh, Elohim of Israel liveth. Now this is an interesting uh, aspect of this uh, mirror reading because uh, one of the counter arguments why Yahweh was not the Elohim of Israel was that he he wasn't alive. Uh, though I don't really have any clue why they would say that. Would, was he killed by another god? Did he not exist yet? Was he not born yet? Uh, I don't really know why this is uh, being offered as a reason for that. Uh, so anyway, as the Lord, as Yahweh Elohim of Israel liveth, before whom I stand. Uh, this is another point. Ham uh, is going to be pushing the idea that uh, Elijah serves Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel. So this before whom I stand is a phrase of uh, servitude. There shall be no dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. So I think this, uh, this famine is a invention of M. M is going to be using this as a reason for why Ahab's going to be chasing uh, Elijah later on because uh, he wants it to rain again. Uh, and then secondly, there may be, you know, M may be pushing the idea here that uh, God, uh, Yahweh is a strong God of fertility. Uh, and so by showing that Yahweh's prophet can control the rain, uh, he, this, is, this is one way of doing that. And he went and dwelt by the brook Kareth, that is, by, that is before Jordan, that is the Jordan River. 
All right, so here he is placing the brook Kareth in Israel by placing it before the Jordan. Uh, I think this in the opposing narrative that this brook Kareth was not in Israel. Uh, and uh, once again, Am has to reassign where the brook Kareth is in order to get Elijah to be in Israel because Elijah wasn't in Israel because he was a fugitive. Uh, where the brook Kareth originally was, uh, I don't really know, but most of the Elijah narrative takes place around Phoenicia, so I'm guessing it was somewhere in that area. All right, and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. All right, so a couple things here. Uh, one, the ravens seem to be uh, part of the opposing narrative, the definite article the there instead of ravens uh, or a raven. It's just, you know, you know, the ravens that's in the opposing narrative. That's what I'm talking about here. Uh, that is kind of what M is kind of insinuating here, I think. What the ravens purpose or role was in the opposing narrative, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, I can speculate uh, maybe Maybe Elijah died at the at the brook Kareth, and the ravens uh, ate his flesh. Uh, that would that would that would involve a time shift, moving the death of Elijah to the beginning of um, to be the beginning of his narrative, which would be um, you know if if, if Emma's writing this as propaganda, that could that could alert his his readers that it is propaganda. Uh, and so, you know, that's kind of speculative. I don't really know. Uh, it just seems that the ravens were part of the original uh, opposing narrative. And so M is going to try to spin this, spin the ravens into a new direction. And M uses the ravens to establish a time frame. Uh, you're going to see a few references to time here. Uh, one morning brings he brings bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening so together that's that's one day and so the emphasis here is that there was still water after one day so after after morning and evening uh, elijah is still able to drink out of the brook it hasn't dried up yet uh okay so and then it says and it came it came to pass after a while that's literally after a day uh, it came to pass after a day that the brook dried up. Again, the emphasis uh, on the brook not drying up until one day later. And then Em will give the reason for why it, it dried up. Uh, because there had been no rain in the land. Uh, again, so this is another re reason for the invention of the famine is so that there, is, so Em can, can dry up this brook. Now, it does seem to have dried up in the opposing narrative too, but for a different reason. Uh, brook here is uh, literally like a, a wadi, so I think that's how you say it, W-A-D-I. I'm going to look that up real quick, hold on. Yes, that is the correct pronunciation. I just Googled it, so there. Um, all right, uh, yeah, so the wadi. Uh, so wadi are, is... is you know, seasonally they dry up. It's during the dry season. They're they're just like um, I don't know, not really a valley, but just a, just a dry bed. And then during the raining season, then it's it turns into a brook. Uh, and so it's it would seem that in the opposing narrative, this is it was just uh, it was just dry because that was the time of the season. And so when Elijah in the opposing narrative, when Elijah gets there, it's already dry. There's no there's no water to drink. 
Alrighty, well that does it for this uh, short cycle. Uh, it is interesting. M here seems to be you know concerned with make sure that the Brook Carath is is not somewhere uh, that a fugitive would would go or. Elijah didn't go there because he was a fugitive. And then uh, a later uh, author, a later redactor, will add that back in. He goes there as a fugitive, but uh, this time because of Jezebel. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 